Hello and welcome. You are listening to Two Beers, Please. This is Yannick. I'm with my buddy Matt, as per usual. Hey, Except it is not per usual because if you're tuning in today, it means you know that you're not going to hear about sports. Well, you will hear a little about sports, but very, very little. I mean, that is not the main topic here today because welcome to our first ever cocktail hour. So excited to be yes. here. Yes, 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 yes. I'm wearing a full now, suit at home. Full suit. Yeah, he's got the bow tie and everything. Um, yeah, just clean pressed. Like I, I can see from here. No wrinkles. I worked at a restaurant. No wrinkles. I worked at a restaurant where I had to wear a bow tie. It was like part of the uh, thing. I didn't wear that that long, like probably three months. So it was right before I left for New York. Um but I, ne- I never actually learned how to tie the bow tie. I always had to have one of my coworkers do it. I've always damn regretted that. But you know, one of these days, buddy. Yeah, I got time. Maybe you got time. Uh, who knows? I'm not that. None of us. I'm not that concerned about it. I guess. <laughs> Clip-ons. It'll save you. Exactly. Um. Exactly. So. This is our first ever cocktail hour, and just so you know what a cocktail hour is, if you haven't been following any of the other episodes, it's basically an episode where you know we take off our sports jerseys and we talk about the finer things in life, um, which is so ironic that I say that because today's cocktail hour topic is the bars of Iowa City, Iowa, from our alma mater, the University of Iowa, which is... Not the fanciest topic in the world, but it is non-sports related for the most part. So that is what we will be talking about. Yeah. You voted for it. Here it is. Iowa City Bar Talk. So what are you drinking today, Matthew? What are we, I, we talked about having fancier drinks out and about for this episode. What are, what are, we, what are we cleansing the palate with? Uh, yeah, I, um, I went with... Uh, you know, I guess I would say I'd say my favorite cocktail is an old fashioned. But a few years ago, another I guess I'm just gonna keep talking about all the restaurants I worked at. Another restaurant I worked at, I got to, <laughs> I got to wait on uh, it was like two days before Philip Sue or two days before Valentine's Day, and Philip Sue and Stephen Pascal came in on Sunday night, and like they were our only customers, so I just gotta like focus on them. Super nice, great people, obviously very talented, but he got a dirty martini and he, he was just like the coolest dude. And so after I waited on him, I was like, I'm going to start becoming a martini guy. So I uh, I got myself a dirty martini. Nice. I don't even like olives, but I love dirty martinis. I don't have any olives here with me. If I if I had a choice, I'd do blue cheese olives. But, um, that sounds good. Yeah, I went with the martini. What are you What are you sipping on? Yeah, so I I love a good martini. I you know what? I feel that way too. There's so many cool people that drink cool drinks that I am not used to, and so I think if I drink like them, I'll be like them, which is, you know, probably yeah. not true. That's what I but, would happen. <laughs> right. Like there's all these other things they do like work hard and are creative and are good people and all of that, but it's somehow the drinks is what I focus on. Yeah. It's so it just correlates, you know, it just makes sense. Right. It's it's all the only thing that I pay attention to anyway. But I am going with a wine today. It is a Cabernet Sauvignon from Argentina. 
Yes, it's called Trapiche. And yeah, it's 2018, fairly new. I'm opening it here. It's a very classy twist off, so just so you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's see it. Oh, it smells delicious. It smells delicious. Oh yeah. I forgot how to pour wine, so I poured far too much for myself, but uh, that'll just make the podcast more fun. And after all, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, truly. So cheers to you, Matthew, our first ever cocktail hour. Cheers. Cheers to you. And uh, let the games begin. Oh, that's good. Oh, Matt, I got to tell you, this is very, very good. I'm not usually a red wine person. I do go usually for a rosé is what I would say. Dude, if, I, I'm not a, if I'm drinking red, I love I love Argentinian. Malbec from Mendoza, that's like my favorite sort of red wine. I love Argentina. That's such a pretentious thing to say, but, you know, it's cocktail hours. Like, I'm, you know, when I'm drinking red, I prefer the, well, the Malbecs from Argentina. But I do. I, they're good. Like, they're just good. I don't per- – I- I don't drink reds, but when I do, they are from Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So let me ask you something, Matt, because um, as everyone knows, if you've listened to an episode, Matt and I know each other from college. We met in college, but we didn't really hang out in college all that much. We started hanging out once we were out here in the city. And so we consequently, hated each other. we hated each other, truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> um I was like, 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 it was some great ride, but then I couldn't think of like a good rivalry. But we, I mean, we did, that's a lie. We weren't. Rivals. That's a, no, I didn't hate you. We just, I, I, mean, I just didn't. Well, it that was more on me. Cause like, I didn't really start hanging out with theater people until like my, like really my last year. And then I hung out with theater people a good amount, but I just like, that was, that was on me. I just didn't really hang out with as many theater people. I'm certainly glad I did. Yeah. I love you all. Yeah, and see, uh, on the other side of that coin, I only hung out with theater people, which had its own consequences and rewards. So uh, <laughs> I, I also love you all so much. <laughs> um, if you're not in the theater program, it's probably not hard to guess that um, drama is a, a big aspect of that. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say my college life was dramatic or anything. But I wouldn't say. <laughs> oh, gosh. And just to while we're on the topic of drama, we're going to be talking about some drinking stories. Just know if you're listening and a story sounds like it's about you that we're not going to mention any names um, just for the sake of keeping everything under the under the table a little bit. And yeah, <laughs> I just felt like I should say that. Right. Yeah. Don't don't worry. Honestly, most of those stories, I you know, they're too they're probably too foggy for me to uh, to really remember in detail anyway. So you're you're probably all safe. Yeah, you're probably all safe. I'm more worried about what I did that night than what you did. That yeah. Night. So that's what that's what that is. But yeah, Matt, what kind of what kind of what 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 was your relationship with the bars in Iowa City? Did you go out a lot? Did you have like a favorite place to go? What were your yeah like what was your collegiate career <laughs> my collegiate i you know i um 
It was different every year. Like, certainly freshman year, I feel like it was, I spent way too many nights at RIP Union. Um, so, so sad to hear that unions are RIP indeed. But I remember that was like the first bar, like I had some friends who were sophomores in, in Iowa City. And so like when I first got up there, like me and my buddies would like hit them up and they'd be like, yeah, we're going to go to union tonight. And I remember even like as a freshman, like being like, I hate this place so much, but <laughs> you just like have to go and see people awkwardly dance. Um, and, uh, yeah. So like. But yeah, I think each year it was kind of like different. Sophomore, junior year, I feel like I did more house parties. But then you know, once everyone starts turning twenty-one, you 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 get back you get back into it. Because Union also was great. I mean, like my fondest memory of Union was if I didn't go to the Hawkeye games, I would go to Union during game day, and it was kind of a love hate relationship because it would be fun as hell, but like. Every time the Hawkeyes scored, everyone just threw their beer in the air. So yeah, absolutely. Like you were just walking home after, just drenched in cheap bush light, um, which was great if you were drunk enough and the Hawkeyes won. Otherwise, it was <laughs> really crap. I mean, even when it was great, it was crappy. But yeah, what? But yeah, I mean, I feel like it was. I like I jumped around depending on the year, you know. Yeah, I feel that's everyone. I, I, I think for the most part, you, you, you go hard your freshman year because it's your freshman year and you're excited. Sophomore, junior year, you figure out that you don't like being in bars for a little bit and you would rather like drink and not worry about any of that. And then senior year, well, end of junior year, senior year, you turn 21, you appreciate being able to be in any bar and yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. freshman year you like go to the bars and then by like sophomore years like enough of your friends have gotten like minor in possessions or, or public <laughs> like, since you guys aren't 21 so like you've seen enough people get uh shot down where uh you're like you know what maybe we should not go to I mean downtown Iowa City is those cops are they're ferocious Yeah, that's that's true. They were not they were not very nice. They were not very nice, um, which is so surprising with cops, you know. Um, but yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, normally they're so great. They're so great usually. Um, I'm not gonna mince words about some subjects. Boo! Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's the wine, Matt. I started drinking and I got really political. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even mean for this bar talk to get political, but but as bar talk does, you start off talking yeah. about something fun, and all of a sudden you're shouting a cab everywhere, <laughs> and, and that's what's happening. And yeah, I I was not a bar person. I will say I I have so just to preface this, me and Matt later in this episode, we're gonna kind of go through a review list of Iowa City bars and let you know if those reviews are accurate or not. And I have been to most of these bars, but like the occurrences are in the single digits usually, except for one or two of them. I, so I grew up with a very lovely, but hard and strict Bolivian mother. And so the idea of getting caught at a bar when I was younger was just 
there was no fun night that you could convince me of that was worth that. And so I really didn't start going out until I was 19 when, you know, you could go to studio, studio 13. And after that, even I stuck to that and Dublin underground where you could go and the mill and stuff like that. And then finally I started going to bars right before I turned 21. And then after I turned 21, but yeah, so I, I stuck to house parties. I stuck to, you know, you know, some apartment drinking. I didn't have the money for bars a lot of times. Like I was like, I'd rather. I also did not. Like I would go buy. <laughs> me and my friends would go buy the twelve dollar handle of rubbing alcohol that's known as Hawkeye vodka, and um, go to a house party. And yeah, I don't know right, how. Exactly. Now every time I, I ever have. It, and now every time I look at Hawkeye vodka, like when I go to a liquor store, I'm just like, how? Why? Right. Or, Why? Or kids that are drinking this now still, like I feel I feel for you. Yeah, I I don't know. I the how part of it is related to drunkenness. The why part I will never understand. Truthfully, if I ever have liver problems in the in the future, uh I'm not going to blame it on any drinking that's happening right now. It's definitely from Hawkeye vodka. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the entirety of the student body that I went to school with has permanent liver damage and it just hasn't manifested yet. <laughs> At least minor, minor damage. I don't think, I don't even think you can drink Hawkeye vodka once and not at least have some sort of, uh, you know, complications. Truthfully, it's, just it's too, like, it's just too, well. it, it's just, and I'm sure everyone from different colleges has their own poison that they claim is like the worst cr- trash ever. But oh yeah, I and I'm sure it's bad. But I I I I would always put my money on Hawkeye vodka being worse. I would I would not bet against Hawkeye vodka. It's bad. I just it's bad. it's pretty bad. But no. yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a big bar person. That's all. And when I had you know my roommates would buy like forty packs of Bush Light and we play Mario Kart until like three in the morning. There was no reason to. So exactly. I would have sometimes my friends would like because you could there were like some bars I remember you could like get in earlier and then at like 10 or whatever, if you weren't 21, you'd get in trouble. And I'd have some friends who would like go out and risk it at times. I never I was like, no, like I I don't need to be inside this bar enough to get in trouble. Like I'm not I'm not playing that. Right. I didn't want to get in trouble because like I lived in Iowa city before college too. So I just like knew too many people and I just, I was like, I don't want, I don't want that. I live really close to home. I don't need that. And also like the other thing you could do was get a fake and I didn't want to pay for a fake. And also I just, I, I, yeah, my mom would have kicked my ass. That's just what it is. My mom would have kicked my ass. And I was just like, no amount of drinking is worth that. Yeah. So I was, like, I was like, honestly, like, I don't need to get into the bar. And then I, yeah, I never had a fake either. Cause I was always like, I'll either have someone that, that, like, I know someone that does, or like one of my buddies had older brothers there. So we, we found a way around it. Right. I did. I, I tried a fake once and it wasn't a fake. It was my buddy's ID and he had a fake that always worked. And nice. so he let me use his. 
And no, not nice. It did not work even a little bit. I, I truly, I went through like a, I did, I went through all the ropes. I dressed like him. I like put on just enough clothing in the fall so that my facial features weren't a hundred percent clear, but like clear enough to think it was him. Smart. And the guy like looked at me and said, yeah, right. And just, just, just took the ID and I was just like, I'm so sorry, dude. I, <laughs> just, I that was the other thing. I was like, I don't want to risk like somebody else losing their ID. There were some people that would like use other, cause I, I had like one person, I had like one friend who like, it literally was his picture. But then like, I feel like the most part it was other people like using other IDs. And I remember I saw some where I was like, how is this working for you? Like they just, either are idiots or they do not give a shit because this doesn't look anything like you. Right. Yeah. There's like some people that are like, wow, now that I turned 21, glad I don't have to pretend to be 32 anymore. <laughs> and I was like, you never look 32. Yeah. You don't look 32 now and you're 26. What are you saying? <laughs> like, how did this work? Right. Uh. It's a it's an interesting environment for sure. I wonder what the uh, the statute of limitation is on on all this stuff. Hopefully, we're uh, don't yeah get, don't get arrested now. <laughs> I yeah I mean okay, I hope, we heard your podcast. Uh, under, fake? Yeah, who's the? We tracked down the exact whereabouts of that night since you spoke about it so eloquently. Tim and Buckanowski. Tim Buckanowski, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why we're not naming names, just in case someone yeah. might get in trouble. I'm, You know what? I'm more worried about telling a story and then thinking, you know, this is a really innocuous story. But then something else happened later that night that me saying that story, like, proves that someone was somewhere or not. And then, like, someone gets screwed five years after an incident. And I just... I don't want that for you, whoever it is. I don't need that for you. I just, <laughs> I, ju I don't like, you know, I just, I think we should all just move on from college. Some, mar and some married couple like breaks up. <laughs> and like, well, I found out. Sounds right. like you were over at Tim's place. Right. Yeah. Tim, Buc and Tim Buchanowski is just going to be the, the general name we knew. We knew. Right. We're going to say, okay, that's going to be what we do. Tim Buchanowski oh. is going to be all of our friends and all of these stories. Yeah. It might be multiple Tim Buchanowski's all that put out but with Tim us. Buchanowski was out on a date with Tim Buchanowski. And it was a really weird situation. Um, I do want to say before we go into the bar talk uh, that um, for everyone out there, that might be listening that is still in college and is obviously you're not going to bars, hopefully because of COVID. But regardless of that, uh, we do want to acknowledge the toxic parts of bar culture as well. Uh, a lot of things coming to light. And so, you know, we just want to make it aware that while we, ha we have a lot of fun stories to tell, uh, we are not by any means saying that bar culture is all fun and games and it's all everything like that. There's a lot of things wrong with it. There's a lot of things that need to change. And you would certainly, that you would certainly like it to be all fun and games. We would certainly love it to be. And we will talk about all fun and games, right? Of course. But there's also a lot of stories that I'm sure both of us have that are not fun and games. And, and uh, you know, I'll be specific about Iowa City, you know, and... And we just want to acknowledge that those exist and and drinking and fun are never 
substitutes for somebody's safety. And that is where our priorities lie. All right. Well, with that said, <laughs> let's go to this article. I just want to uh, shout out this article that we're going to be kind of referencing and reading from. It's from Think Iowa City. It's called Bars and Night Fli- Nightlife. And so we're just going to go through and uh, read these details. And we'll talk about whether or not we've been there, any memories we got from it. You know, whatever, <clears throat> you know, it'll be like a like one of those psychology tests where it's like, what does this word remind you of? And it's like, oh, union r- reminds me of awkward grinding. That would be my, uh, yeah. that would be my, <laughs> that would be my word. Anyway, <clears throat> some of these are also not necessarily in the city proper. So we will skip over those if we've not been, or we might not. Let's start off. We got 30 hop, which is actually in Coralville. So it's fair. I've, I love 30 Hop, though. It says, trendy and yet a comfortable urban industrial dining and drinking establishment. Features the area's first rooftop patio. Oh, my goodness. Coralville's first rooftop patio. Who would have thought? The contemporary menu focuses on simple, fresh, delicious offerings. 60 beers on tap. 30 beers on the rooftop. Constant focus on superior service. Exquisite food. And craft beers. Have you ever been to 30 Hop, my friend? I only went once. I mean, most of the, like, yeah, most of the bars I went to were kind of basically off the Ped Mall. So, but I did go once. It's it's cool. I remember when it opened, like everyone loved it because it had the uh, the like rooftop patio. So that was that was the big thing. I'm sure everyone got like a nice. Was Instagram still big then? Or Instagram was still big. Yeah, well, not it was still big. I guess was Instagram <laughs> as big as it was that that word that wording was wrong. But I yeah, I remember. I remember everyone would get. There's social media pics, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter over there. You'd be like, look, I'm on the rooftop bar, um, which it was fun. And it was it like it was pretty cool. But um, yeah, good selection of beer. But yeah, I only went once. Yeah, I, I've been a couple more times. Um, you know, I live in Coralville. So anytime I was hanging out with Coralville friends, that was like a, a popular bar to go to if we didn't want to go to the city. My story about 30 Hop is speaking of Instagram. I have a really cool Instagram picture on my page from 30 Hop, and it's me and a couple of friends at Tim, Buc- at Tim Bukanowski's uh, 21st or 22nd birthday. And I mean, I'm dressed really nice, and, and the lighting is great, and we're all sitting down, and we all look like we're looking at our phones, but it almost looks like, wow, look how sophisticated they are. They're like following something. But the truth of that picture is we were all playing Pokemon Go. Like, tr- <laughs> <laughs> like truthfully, I remember to this day, that picture looks so like, Amazing. oh, look, they're like exchanging numbers. Or, oh, look, they're like on a date and they're like sh- looking at something funny. And I was showing Tim Buchanowski, I was showing him my... Uh, you know, my Pokemon Go adventures. And because that's what that was that summer that Pokemon Go was so huge. And so that's my experience with 30 Hop. I also post a production of Godspell, which is a great little musical that I was in towards the end of my college career. I, Tim Buchanowski, who played Jesus in that show, uh, he ordered me my first ever drink uh, that was called a uh, Tijuana hooker, 
which was really good. And I, I was the weirdest thing in the world because Tim Buchanowski was a little older than me. And I was just like, this is such a weird drink to order a castmate, but okay. And yeah, it sounds it good. was really, it was really good. It was basically like a take on the pickleback shot, and it was really good. I'm trying. I'm scrolling through your Instagram because I want to try and find this pic. Oh, it's so long I know. ago. I'm, I'm, I'm going to – way more than I do. Yeah, dude. I post way too much. Can I say something? Like the other day I was talking to my girlfriend, and uh, we were having a discussion. It, we were having a silly discussion about like who posts more about who since we've been dating. And I was like, I think I win this because I post about you all the time. And she, and very steadfastly, she said, you have a thousand posts and I have like 50. So me posting five times versus <laughs> you posting 20, it's like the ratio is ridiculously off. So don't yeah. I win. You know, don't I, even I, try I, that. Instead of like the amount. Oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I post too much. I have to do this thing. That people and I haven't wanted to because I, I just it seems like a lot of work, but I have to archive pictures and like make my feed look a little more interesting rather than just like, oh, here's every picture I've ever taken. Uh, <laughs> every since I was of my life, right? And some of them are dumb, like some of them's like, remember that 10 minute play festival from junior year? Well, here's the poster, and that's just unnecessary. Uh, I am also looking for this picture, nice dude. I just went by a Jessica in Fresh Wednesday. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you just said that on the podcast. Uh, here you got, here you got. What? Like anybody's gonna rip on a Jessica Alba Woman Crush Wednesday thing? Jessica Alba's that's, beautiful. That's true. Um, that's movie, true. honey, please. Also, you got to post on Man U. Let's go. Oh, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way back in 2013, you got Danny Welbeck, Javier Hernandez, Rooney, and Robin Van Persie. Nice. I'm going to like it right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Matt's, Matt's freaking stalking me that he's liking my yeah, post. Yeah, I like am. Two, 2008, true. Back to high school, Yannick. Oh, my gosh. Don't go to high school, Yannick. I'm high school, Yannick. Oh, boy. High school, Yannick. I just like uh, – even today, I don't know who I am, but high school, Yannick really didn't know who he was. No, God, what high schooler does. I, yeah, that's fair. Like I, I just, you, and like the, the worst thing like, about being a high schooler was like you think, knew who they were. Then like, me. oh yeah, like I'm, I know who I am. I got it down. And then even like two years after high school, you're just like, man, I was. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, I see. What's funny about my experience is that I know now that I didn't know anything in high school, but I know. Oh my gosh, I found it. I found the picture. I'm going to send it to you. It was on. It was on Facebook. I'll send you this picture, and you'll know a lot of people from it. So this is going to be really funny for Matt to look at. Uh, <laughs> you'll be there, so I'm well, yeah, it's well acquainted actually, with him. It's actually three Tim Buchanowskis in a row. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I do know those Tim, those Tim Buchanowskis. Those Tim Buchanowskis, the trio. All, all, all such young Tim Buchanowskis. Yeah. Can I? I look at that picture and I'm like, where? Look at that innocence. Um, <laughs> We're still young. Also, do you see in the left corner there is somebody else, and I will. I don't know who it is, but it's hands. Do you see? There's hands in. The I do. 
Whose like, hands are those? Whose hands are those? If those are your hands, please contact us. At two <laughs> how, would they, how would they know? <laughs> I don't know, because they just know the picture. All I'm saying, <laughs> but do you see how it looks like, especially Tim Buchanowski, who's standing up, looks like very serious. And then just like the way that I'm showing my phone to the other Tim Buchanowski just looks like very elegant. It doesn't yeah. look like I'm playing Pokemon Go. Look at my phone. It looks. It looks like you guys are like, I don't, I don't even know. Like talking about like some, like some big news that has just been like revealed. Right. It looks like cast list show time, not like anything else. Oh my God. Did you see this? Yeah. Tim Tim Buchanowski's dead. (laughs) And they're like, but he's right there. (laughs) Oh no. It looks so much more serious than Pokemon Go. But to be fair, Pokemon Go was, was serious stuff. I, I went on a Pokemon Go date, like in the wow. middle of all of that. Yeah. I went on a Pokemon Go date where we like walked together downtown and played Pokemon Go. And they say and, romance is dead. I mean. Right. I Sorry, guys. I'm taken. I, I know it's hard, but I, <laughs> where are the true gentlemen? Please stand up. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, God. Uh, oh, gosh. 30 hop. Great place, obviously in Corvo, so not really on topic. Um, and let's <laughs> – we won't take as much time on the other ones, so uh, yeah. we'll try not to make this a three-hour episode. Uh, Big Grove Brewery and Tap Room, though, in Iowa City. What a great, great place. Obviously not in the city proper for all of you that know, but it, it's this beautiful outdoor venue. Uh, they've got great food, live music. Uh, they play bocce ball in the summer, it says here, which is – I didn't know that, but that sounds great. They have fire patio fire – they have five patio fire pits, uh, really good beer. Yeah, I, I was – especially my senior year, like after – anytime I was like post-show or rehearsal with like friends, now that I could drink, we went to Big Grove. That was the place to be. I I never went. I uh... – yeah. Like I said, I think, I think most of my big besides Grove, like big Grove was big. Most of my most of my I'd say the farthest I'd say the farthest bar I went to like off the Ped Mall was like the Vine, which is my favorite bar in Iowa City, easily. Oh my god, we will get to the Vine. The Vine is phenomenal. We will get there. But yeah, I I think also Big Grove got big. So Matt graduated two years before me. And I think Big Grove got big the year after you graduated. That's when everybody was going to Big Grove every single event, at, like especially theater. That's where everyone went. So I think that's it was like that was like the big thing, and that's why I went. Uh the view rooftop. Were you around for the view rooftop? Um I th- I'm pretty sure I went there. I think I went there once with my uh, with me madre and like a couple of my aunts after an Iowa State game. We went for okay. like, food and drinks. Um, my mom has seven sisters, and uh, it's safe to say that my aunts are crazy, um, but crazy in the best way. They're a ton of fun. So yeah, I remember we went there. We were all like starving after an Iowa State game, and. Uh, and went to that bad boy. It was fun. They had good food. Yeah. Really nice views. Really good food. It says here, experience a high-energy rooftop bar with spectacular views of downtown Iowa City. It was that. That's like a good review. And um, 
since I've known the other three, I think I've been to the view rooftop a couple times. Since I've known the top three, something we forgot to do, which we will just do now, we're going to label these bars trashy or classy. Uh, it just so happens that we start off with three classy bars. And so I don't gonna think there's going to be very many trashy bars right. on, on, classy on this, has this an, list. Classy has an early lead, but that's about to that's about to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah how did you have to find a, a different article for the more uh, the spots that I, I hung around in? Right. Well, I see one coming up here in a sec. Um, do you know what back pocket brewing is, my friend? I mean, I've I've had some of their beer, but I never. Right. But you've never been there, right? Yeah. Then we're gonna move past it. They're not worth our time. Yeah. Not worth our time. All right. Then we've come to one. And if you are from Iowa City, you don't know this bar. Then you're lying. You're not from Iowa City. It is Brothers Bar and Grill. I'm going to read this detail before we get into it. Brothers is a modernized throwback to the old Midwestern corner tavern. A clean, relaxed, yeah, clean, yeah, right. Clean, <laughs> relaxed social hangout. Their bar stock full of cold beer and drink with a kitchen in the back serving up comfortable American food fare. Food portions are large. Drink specials are good. Lots of televisions and not a bad seat in the house. It's hard to imagine you won't leave there satisfied. Matthew, Brothers Bar and Grill. How do you feel? I, you know, I like, I mean, obviously I went to Brothers, but Brothers was always like the, kind of like what you were saying with Spoko, um, where like I met up with people. Like that was always like the meeting spot. Like if people were downtown, like we'd be like, all right, let's meet at Brothers. And then we'd, we'd move on from, from Brothers. So, I, I mean, I spent like, you know, a decent amount of time there, but it wasn't one, it wasn't one of my like top ones. I'd, it was it was more like that. That's where I'd corral with the group, and then we'd go, you know, martinis, pints, DCs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, I have so many memories at Brothers, and truthfully, not because I loved Brothers, but all of my friends were obsessed with Brothers. I lived with the same four guys for most of college, and that's where we went. Dude, I people, mean, ever, people loved Brothers. People love Brothers. I mean truthfully we're gonna pull out a poll later this week that's gonna be like what's your favorite iowa city bar and i'm sure brothers will be in the top two i would be very hard pressed to see if it wasn't um they have like but the yeah mug i mean people love brothers at brothers, it's a at brothers too. yeah they had the mug night yep oh yeah we all had our mugs our our cabinets were filled with more mugs than there were like actual like drinking glasses and yeah i mean it was just a great place and what I liked about it was you could kind of stay at the front and be a little more like talky talky. There was the outdoor area if you wanted to like more hang. There was like the corner pocket in the back for when you weren't 21 and you just wanted to hang out somewhere with a pitcher with some friends. And there was like a little dance portion where if you're real frail and freaky, then you could go up there and try your luck. Uh, Yannick did go up there a couple times. It was always awkward. Always too many people in like a five foot square radius and didn't end well really ever. I went on one of my first dates with an ex there and it was, it was very, it was very nice. So that's, I have good, I have good memories of brothers and yeah. And all of my roommates have good memories. Shout out to my roomies. You know who you are. You love brothers. So do I mug club live or die. And yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) give while I say all of that, that it has so many different options. Um, 
I think you'll go along with me in saying trashy, 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 uh, in the best way, not like in a gross way, but trashy. I, I'm going to put a trashy up there. I, my feet were always sticky coming out of that place, truthfully. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the trashiest place, but I, I it's, it leans more towards trashy than, than classy, I'd say. I'd be like, honestly, I mean, you and me were talking about this before. Like the most of the bars I went to, I would not. The word classy would not apply to many of them. Right. We're going to talk about some bars that are far trashier than Brothers, but Brothers, an Iowa City landmark, and uh, yeah, just really good place. And I'm glad they are there. Great memories all around. And yeah. So, uh, Clinton Street Social Club, did you ever go there, Matt? I feel like it opened li- a little later as well. Uh, I went there once for, for dinner, I think. Really nice. I really yeah. liked it. It's it's like, yeah, really good food, really nice beer. That was, Always that's, felt- like, that's like more the bar I probably would go to now, but like right. when, you're when you're 21 and 22, you're like, that's not where I want. I want to go to the place that's packed full and there's cheap shots and beers but i remember going there for dinner and it i mean it's a great establishment for sure right i had one friend who always wanted to go to clinton street social club and i was like oh aren't you a bougie bitch aren't you a bougie bitch that always wants to go to clinton street social but it was really nice and and my memory of clinton street socials i didn't go that many times but every single time i was going for somebody's going away like drink like, I was always like, let's go here, and then we'll never see each other again. <laughs> it was the weirdest. Disappear into the void. Right, and I, it's true. I have never seen any of those people again. But uh, Clinton Street Social, great food. I'm going to give it a classy. It's a classy place, I would say. And, uh, yeah, so classy oh, sure. Clinton Street Social Club. All right, here's something that maybe I'm going to say you probably know, but we'll see. Joe's Place. And let me give you this detail. Yeah. Established in 1934, Joe's Place is an Iowa City institution. Building on the tradition of being an iconic Iowa City bar, Joe's opened the first rooftop patio in town during the fall of 2017. Three full service bars, 25 TVs, numerous games, staff dedicated to providing great customer service. Yeah, right. Make Joe's your regular watering hole in downtown Iowa City. Joe's Place. You got any memories of Joe's Place, my friend? Yeah, I, I my my best memory of Joe's Place. I'd go there a decent amount with with uh, my friends. I had like three buddies who lived together who they always loved going to Joe's Place. But my my favorite memory of Joe's Place was when I was like 21, and my brother and some of his friends were back in Iowa City, and they were like, "Hey, we're over at Joe's Place," and so like I just left my friends to go hang out with them. Uh, and so it was like one of the first bars I got to hang out with as a 21 year old with my, with my brother. So that's always my favorite, like Joe's place. I love Joe's place. It's really nice. And I didn't discover Joe's place until later in my senior year, but when we were like wanting a chill bar that was in between a brother's and like a Clinton street social, like yeah. we wanted a bar that was a sports bar, but wasn't like crazy. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. hectic there, but it was always like, it was crowded, but like you weren't like claustrophobic like some places would get where you're like i can't move my arms at all so you could always sit down you yeah could always find a place to sit which was always nice love joe's place classy or trashy matt this is hard <laughs> i mean i think i'd probably still put it in the trash <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah we'll go, 
It's just slightly trashy, though. Yeah, like, exactly. Slightly trashy. Uh, less trashy than trashy. Brothers, but I mean, trashy. I mean, trashy, and, trashy is no uh, way, no way a, a negative connotation. Oh, it's not. It's definitely not. Trashy, 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 trashy has, is a, yeah, trashy has a positivity to it as well. Exactly. Trashy has as trashy will. And yeah, these next, I don't know what that was. That was very uh, yeah. prophetic. That old, thing. That old yeah. chestnut. Um, the next two bars, I don't know. So if you would like to go, there's something called La Vecina. You ever been there? Nah. You ever these been to Corvo bar- bars need to get off this list? Come on, right? That's what I'm saying. Marquee Pizzeria and Bar. Have you ever been there? Yeah, sounds good, but nope. Okay, perfect. Then screw you guys. We're gonna go on. Um, actually, though, I'm gonna give you a little Spanish lesson here. Do you know how to pronounce the word? I'm gonna spell it out: O A X A C A N. No, and I've always wanted. I've always <clears throat> wondered how. I mean, I could try it, and but I'm not going yeah, to. It- so there's a place in Since Mexico, gave me the which is O-A-X. <laughs> there's a place in Mexico called O-A-C, sorry, O-A-X-A-C-A, and it's pronounced Oaxaca. So it's like a, it's like a W sound rather than O sound. It's like Oaxaca. And if you like right. really want to be Spanish, it's like Oaxaca. Like you have a little bit of like a... I've always little. wondered how Oaxaca was, was spelled. Now you know. Yeah. That's what this is what we do on the bougie yeah. part of our yeah, podcast. Our... There we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, the next one up has a different name, so perhaps you know it by its uh original name. It's called Saint Birch Tavern. Have you ever been to Saint Birch Tavern or the previously named Atlas? Yeah, I it definitely was still Atlas when I left, and I went to Atlas. I think I went to Atlas for like a birthday meal once with my rents. My my parentals um i loved atlas yeah atlas was great uh very i went for some like big events as well i went to a friendsgiving one year and i had a thanksgiving burrito that was just bomb i've i've thought about that burrito since that friendsgiving i truthfully it was thanksgiving and a burrito and i couldn't have asked for anything more yeah and and you Every day of my life, I think about how I'm not as happy as I would be if I <laughs> ate that burrito at this moment. Anyway, let me let me read this off to you, though, and I'm going to put my, my monocle on. Welcome to St. Birch Tavern, aspiring counterpart of the timeless taverns and supper clubs immortalized by the brilliant men and women who gather together under their hospitable roofs. A glance at the mementos covering the walls reveals the tavern's kinship with the town and university. St. Birch aims to attract people who appreciate the best of food served in cordial surroundings. Today, this tavern flourishes without sacrifice of dignity and old-fashioned ideals. It bids its guests relax and refresh themselves within its friendly confines. Wow, that is so bougie for Iowa City. Come on, St. Birch. Yeah. You're not you're not kidding yourself. You're in Iowa City. <laughs> let's let's be real here for a second. Uh, I'm gonna give it a classy, and it is classy. It's a classy establishment. You don't go there expecting a union experience for sure. Uh, but yeah, that is my experience there. That is my experience there. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh, gonna skip hot. right. I'm gonna skip over the next one because Tin Roost, I believe, is also in Coralville. And that doesn't count. Uh, so we're going to go on 
Have you ever been to Bordeaux? I like I would go into Bordeaux and like passing, but I don't think I ever stayed in Bordeaux longer than like 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. That's me too. Bardo is right next to my apartment. And so I passed it all the time when I was wasted. It was over by like Falbo's, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. And I lived right above Falbo's. Nice. In case you didn't know. I I gained a lot of weight my senior year because I lived right above Falbo's. And anytime I had any kind of emotion that needed to be quelled, it was pizza that quelled it. So that is my story. I, I gained a lot of weight from Falbo's. Uh, and I didn't live anywhere near Falbo, so I, I, <laughs> I understand that. It's a it's a relatable problem. It's yeah. really it's a really relatable Isn't issue. Falbo closed too. They I think they reopened now because I oh, had Falbo's when I was back in Coralville. Yeah, they did reopen. I think re, they closed because they weren't paying they weren't paying their workers. They like weren't paying them, and so everyone was like, you would you know. They close. You need but to do that. You need to do that. Uh, but I think they did start paying them. Or they fired everyone and hired new people. I hope it's the former. Yeah. But I I got pizza and that's what I'm going to focus on. Yeah, Bardell, really nice place. I remember the pool tables were always there. And I thought, man, when I'm, a, when I'm an adult, I'll go in there and like have a nice like pool table night. Uh, never did. Never became an adult. So mm. never went to Bardell. Uh, I would say it's more on the classy side. Right. Yeah. For this, I mean, for these rankings, I would. Classy. Yeah, I'd give it classy more than trashy. Right. Yeah. Okay, Bardot, we give you classy. We love you. We don't really know you. You still matter, though. So just know that. Um, there's something called. Uh, please tell me if you know this, and I don't. Club Seventy Six Incorporated. Nah. Nah. Never heard of it. Bye. Do you know Dave's? Never heard of you. That means you don't yeah. exist. Dave's Foxhead Tavern. Have you ever heard of that? Heck yeah. I loved Dave's. Yo, oh, you like, love Dave's? Like okay, right across from, like, it was right across from like Bluebird and John's Grocery. I, did, I wouldn't go there oh, okay. a lot, but it was like, it's like, I know it's one of the older bars there. And so like, it was mostly like grad students or just like literally just like older people. But I would go there with uh, one of my good buddies and his dad whenever his dad was in town and stuff. And we'd just play pool there. Uh, and it's just like it was just a great old school like dive bar. And I, I'd like it'd be a nice it was a nice like change of pace. Like usually like if my buddy's dad was there, we'd be, you know, downtown Saturday at in all the chaos. And then we'd like go meet up with him and, and play some pool. And it was a nice Nice little bit of respite. Um, I, plus, I just love dive bars. That's, that's very nice. You have a lot of great memories with your family. I want you to know that. You have like a good good family memories. Good well, family life. It was my friend's, was my friend's family dad, life. but you know. Well, then your friend has friends, a good family. Friends too. are family. Friends are family. I would, I would consider that that my, this friend and his, his dad family. So it counts. Good. As long as it counts, that's all that matters. I've never been to Dave's, so I'm going to give this one over to you. Classy or trashy? Uh, it, 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 as I said, it is a dive bar. So uh, so classy. So, really, it's yeah, classy. exactly. Putting on the Ritz. Yeah. What, yeah. what dive bar isn't classy? Yeah, I think, I think it would have to go to trashy. But again, in the best, in the best way you know, possible. Like dive bar, I feel like used to be like 
more of a negative connotation. And I feel like it's, it's sort of changed a bit, like, cause you know what you're getting from a dive bar. Um, and I think, I think there's some endearingness to that. And D- Dave certainly has that. Yeah. For sure. I definitely agree. And I will go to Dave's the next time I'm in Iowa city. Anyway, let's go to the next one, which I know, I don't know if you know, but I know one of the weirdest bars I know. Um, it is Deadwood Tavern. I didn't even know there was a tavern. We just call it Deadwood. What can we say about Deadwood? Um, there's no details on this one. So I'm just going to give my own little uh, description. Deadwood is like, if you want like an interesting night, like a weird night, like a slightly dangerous, but like you're still safe kind of night. That's where I would go is to Deadwood. There are the most interesting people at Deadwood. I always felt out of place. I felt like I wasn't punk enough to be in Deadwood. Yeah. So I went a couple times with a couple of my friends. I mean, Tim Buchanowski was such a punk head. So I I went with him a couple of times and that was always fun. But I swear, every time I was in there, I was like, you know what I'm going to say? Every time I was there, I smoked a cigarette. That's that's like what I'm going to say. Every time I was at Deadwood, Dude, I ended up smoking my, a cigarette. My biggest just memory of Deadwood, like I only went a few times, but like there I don't care what time of day it was. It could be noon, it could be 2 in the morning, like does not matter. There was always at least 3 to 4 people outside smoking cigarettes, like constantly. Like I, I think they must, they might have just paid people to just smoke cigarettes outside because that is whatever I think of Deadwood. I just think of people smoking outside. Right, it's the aesthetic. Is 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 like a taste of a taste of beer and like the ash of a cigarette. That's yeah. like the 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 palate of Deadwood. I always love Deadwood. Deadwood was always great. Uh, good music, good people. But uh, yeah, I just always ended up smoking cigarettes. That's just the life that it was. I remember going to Deadwood and being like, man, what if my life was like this all the time? That would be so interesting. And there was a couple times in college where I was like, maybe that's what my life should be. But no, uh, yeah, I never got there completely. <laughs> never got there completely. So I never figured it out. And I'm a little scared if I would have. But, um, yeah. but yeah, Deadwood, def- definitely like in Iowa City. Yeah, I still got time. I could go back. I could go back. I'm going to go back to Iowa City, get my grad degree. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. There you go. And then I'll then I'll visit all these dumb bars that we've never been to and I'll, I'll like have a better idea of it. Yeah. Um yeah, but Deadwood, Iowa City establishment, we love, we love. I I'm going to say trashy. No, oh, for Just, sure. Yeah. I it's a di- I mean it's a dive bar in the same way that like it's like similar to Dave's where like there's no dive bar that's classy. Like I'm they they're just not like those two words do not <laughs> mean the same thing. Uh, right, but it's like there should be a third word, which is like, like I felt like it was like a biker bar. Like Deadwood could be like a biker bar. You know what I mean? Like it has that kind yeah. of aesthetic, that bad boy aesthetic. For sure. For, for sure, sure. For sure. Okay, so how I'm going to say for the next couple ones, I'm going to name four bars in a row, and we'll just talk about all of them in succession rather than going one at a time. All right, buddy? Love it. All right, so we got Eden Lounge, L.A. Wine Bar, Martinis. Dude, don't and- say Dublin. What? 
Oh, we skipped Dublin. Dublin. I can't believe I skipped Dublin. We have to start with Dublin, and we'll go to the other ones. Let's start with Dublin Underground. Lovely bar. Lovely bar. I love Dublin Underground. You got darts. You got pool. You can go there if you're not 21. You just can't get drinks. That's where I went for my 21st birthday. I'll never forget. I was same. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's such a nice place. It's so chill, and it's, like, smaller, so... As long as like not too many people are packed in there, then it's like a nice, it's always like a good time. And I remember my 21st birthday, I was drinking like a lame beer because I was like, I don't want to get too crazy tonight. I know it's my 21st, but like I got something to do tomorrow. And then Tim Buchanowski walks up, takes me to the bar and like makes me drink three Irish car bombs. Like truthfully, like just buys three Irish car bombs, makes me drink them in succession. And then I, then my 21st birthday truly began. What's the what's the more politically correct name for a uh, ICB? Is um, there one? I don't know. It kind of needs to be. I'm sorry that you're right. That is not. No, you're. I mean, not, yeah. I'm not. This is, a, uh, this is the. I'm not like critiquing you, but like because it's such an easy like, and I think most people don't even like think about it in that way. Like, it needs a better name, um, but. Right. Okay, I found one. It's you called can't go to Dublin Underground and not do one of those. I remember right. for my birthday. So I as I mentioned before, a huge Guinness fan. We had a kegger at my house and we got two kegs of bushlight and then uh my dad hooked it up and got me a keg of Guinness. Oh my god. And my brother bought a bottle of Jameson and a bottle of Bailey's. Um so we were doing those like all day. And then at nighttime, like some of my friends weren't 21 yet, but I had a, a, some friends who were like a couple years older. And so my one buddy was like, all right, we got to go into, like downtown. You got to go to a bar on your 21st. And we went to Dublin Underground and did did an ICB. Um, and that's hilarious. I love that we both had the same same thing for our 21st. They are like, they're like the most delicious shot in the world. Whenever like somebody hasn't had one of those and they're like, what? Like, Jameson, Guinness, baby, like that sounds horrible. And then they have one, and they're like, "This is the most delicious thing I've ever had." Like they're so, so good. Um, they're so good. And I looked up, an Irish slammer is like another word for it, I like which that. is I like it. So an Irish slammer. I apologize to the Irish people listening. Uh, the English, it's, the English and, people, and the English people, all of it, all of the people in the British Isles. Anyway. That's how my night at Dublin Underground was. I only have good memories of Dublin Underground. The the playlists were always popping. And so I give Dublin Underground a 10 out of 10. One of my favorite bars. Classy or trashy? Oh, definitely still trashy. (laughs) (laughs) I I am not giving that. I love that bar as well. But I think any bar that you like have to do, like just the way it's set up, go down some stat, like, there's there's no way that's getting the uh the classy uh connotation but love it that's death. fair like atlas is classy dublin is not classy even though it has a special place yeah. in our hearts all right we'll go with what we said now i'll name four bars in a row we got eden lounge la wine bar martinis and studio 13 any things you would like to say about these bars matthew Dude, i loved martinis martinis like one of my favorite bars in Iowa City. That was one, Martinis and Pints, which I'm, I'll talk more about Pints more later because I love that place. Uh, 
were like the two bars I think I went to the most in my last year there. Um, I love going out about back in martinis. Um, and I, my biggest memory with martinis is I can't remember exactly how many beers they have on, on draft. I think it's like, it's upwards of 20 at the least it's 20. And they had something ca- called riding the rail where like, I, again, I don't remember how much you would pay. I think it was like $30 or something. And you would get, Every single, like it was like a smaller cup, but you'd get every single beer on the draft. Like they just go down the line. Um, and I only did it once. Yeah. I only did it once with like a couple buddies of mine. And it was like in the middle of the day when we did it. And by the end of it, like we were all just like, we're not going out tonight. And I think just all went and just like crashed. It was, we were so confident too. Like when we started, we were like, oh, this is going to be easy. Like we're going to dominate this thing. And the last five beers or so were a struggle, um, but it was it was a good time. I love martinis. Their their back patio is real nice. Yeah, I've only been to martinis once or twice, and it was at the end of like my time at Iowa. And then I remember thinking, "Oh man, how have I never been here before? It's so great." And I don't know about you, but the next time that I go to Martinis, when I'm back, I'm going to have that flight. I'm going to have that flight real good. And that's <laughs> going to be so much fun. I'm trying to find the name of it right now. See if I can see if I can find the name of it. And uh, but I will. I, no, it's not going to let me find it because that's Iowa City bars for you. Anyway. I yeah so martinis uh not my not my uh most visited bar but I do remember it being very very nice their outdoor area is very very chill so I do love martinis I performed at Eden Lounge actually I was a piano singer for one or two nights at Eden Lounge nice. Eden Lounge uh yeah Eden Lounge was super nice but eventually turned into just like I just call it like finance bros de- heaven a little bit, you know, mm. like it was, it was I a little dance area. There was like a bar, but there was like a little dance area where everybody like danced to like a DJ that was pumping like average at best, like EDM music. <laughs> that was what it was. And it was nice and it was good to go dancing. And like I said, I had some performances there, but it just, if, if ecstasy, had a bar in iowa city it would be eden lounge Lounge. yeah it would be eden lounge and yeah that's what i remember of eden lounge studio 13 was the theater person and not have gone to studio 13 at least like once right studio 13 i mean my first experience with drag culture which i i hold in high regard today which I'm so grateful for. And honestly, you know, somebody growing up, like before Iowa, I I was in Kentucky and I was in a really Catholic environment in Rhode Island. So really my first uh, big experience with LGBTQ uh, uh, people in general uh, outside of the theater department, we would always go there. And and so I'm very grateful for all the experiences that I had there and learning about that culture. And yeah, I mean, always a fun time, trashy for sure. Absolutely not classy whatsoever. Oh, yeah. uh, I have so many memories. I was going through my are. Studio 13 memories and I was like, I can't talk about 80% of these. But 
What I will say is I, I have I one memory. I saw a lot of, of Tim Buchanowski's making out in Studio 13. I don't think I ever made I'm not really a big bar making out person, but I saw like the most random people would make out at Studio 13. And it was just the vibe of the place. It was a, it's a fun ass place. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, no comment on the making out thing. <laughs> um, but I. I agree. Studio 13, like you went there for a night and anything could happen. Truthfully, anything could happen. My favorite night at Studio 13, not my favorite night, but just like one that sticks very heavily in my memory that I can that I can talk about without, you know, being weird on this podcast. There was one night right. where I was with a couple of Tim Buchanowskis and we were all obviously out of our minds and had been dancing all night. And one of the, you know, Tim Buchanowski gets over in the bush and starts puking, you know, and that happens. It happens. It's the best of us. And Tim was having a, you know, a rough night and they get down and start puking. And there was an Iowa City cop that came over to like check on Tim Buchanowski. And then my other friend gets over in the cop's face, just like real drunk and says like, what? She can't throw up? Like, I'm sorry. Like, she can't, like, sit here and throw up. Like, why are you harassing her? Like, up in this police officer's face. And the police officer's like, calm down. And Tim Buchanowski stands up and goes, I don't belong in Trump's America. <laughs> Just because this was right after the 2016 oh election gosh. happened. Oh, my gosh. I laughed so hard. So this... This person is like just getting in this cop's face, like gets arrested truthfully that night and everything like ended up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like everything ended up fine. I'm actually going to text you the name of this person really quick, just so you know who I'm talking about. And, and uh, yeah, truthfully, just like, just the funniest thing ever. And meanwhile, while this whole altercation is going, I like helping Tim Buchanowski like away from the, the one that's throwing up. I'm like, hey, let's go home. Like yeah. while this is all going on, let's that's go it. home. I like that they were like, what, they can't throw up here? I'm like, no, where can you <laughs> just openly throw up? I Find me the place. Actually, don't find me the place. I don't want to go there. <laughs> oh, oh my God. gosh. I just texted... I just really quick, I texted you the name. I just want you to look at it and react. I I would have <laughs> I would have bet money. I would have bet money that it was them. Uh, <laughs> even when you were telling the story, that was who I was in the like least, least surprising name. If it would have been anyone else, I would have been shocked from maybe. Oh but, my gosh. Uh, we love you, Tim Buchanowski. We do. Uh, we really do. Because of shit like that. <laughs> because of stuff like that. Anyway, Eden Lounge, not classy. I've never been to LA Wine Bar. I'm going to assume it's classy. That sounds classy. Uh, yeah. Martinis? How, are, we, are we saying classy or not? I'm, not? I'm not giving martinis a classy. Any place where you can ride ride the rail, as they say, and get every draft beer, you're not classy. I, I'm not going to lie. I, you said ride the rail, and I was like, is Matt about to tell a cocaine story? Is that what's <laughs> about to happen? Like, just telling about, like, going to martinis and just snorting cocaine down the bar, like, truthfully. Yeah. Oh, no. gosh. No, no, uh, no. And, and Studio 13 was the farthest thing from classy. If someone yeah. judged me as a person just from what they saw me as in Studio 13, I would I would be really disappointed. I would, I would not like myself. So that's what I'm going to say about Studio 13. But, I mean, 
really great place and really great place for um, the LGBTQ community, especially in Iowa City. So that's such a great thing. Um, let's talk about the last three bars on here. And then, Matt, we're going to talk about the bars that are not on this list. Yeah, this list has some. This list is cheap. Yeah. And let, we're going to give you the real experience here in a sec. But let, let's go. TCB. Love TCB. Yeah. I TCB love rolled. TCB, for those of you who don't know, it's like a pool hall in the true form of it. Uh, TCB is where I tried to get in with my fancy outfit, and the guy looked at me and said, nah. <laughs> like, truthfully, <laughs> they, really, dude. Yeah, they were, they were very serious about it. Uh, had some great memories at TCB, um, some great nights, especially my senior year when I was about to leave to New York. A really great place. Just like I have nothing to complain about about TCB. Like not not even any trashy memories. Just all good fun, and yeah. some good drinks and some good pool. I, I you know it is it classy? No, it's a pool hall, guys. It's not classy, but classier than Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, as far as you know, we're speaking relatively. I, you know, I'd probably put TCB more on the classy than the trashy. Yeah, you know what? Just to keep it interesting, we're going to say classy then. Yeah, we'll give, say, it, we'll give it classy. We'll say classy. And the next one we're going to talk about, another Iowa City landmark. Sadly, in trouble right now. Closed indefinitely. The Mill Restaurant. What a place. Yeah. Live music, live shows, great hangout spot, karaoke on Tuesdays that I was so fond of. What do we have any memories from The Mill, buddy? Dude, I I had not I'd gotten food from the mill before, but I'd never been to the mill until like my last year, and I started hanging out with theater people. And then like that was, if the theater people weren't at the Habitat, which uh, if you don't know what that is, then too bad. We'll go into it another day. Um, <laughs> if they weren't there, if they weren't at Studio Thirteen, then they were at the mill. Um, and I, I hung out with so many people at the mill and got to know like so many different theater people there. A lot of nice celebrations post shows, um, my own and others. I love, I love the mill. The mill is a great spot. Um, I'm hoping, and honestly, with that location, somebody, somebody's going to get it back on its feet right now. It's just like, how, how can you, but I'm not worried about it. It's going to, it's going to be back. And, uh, yeah, lots, lots of great, just great times with, so many different people there. Um, one of my favorite, favorite spots. That was like the, like a great bar too. Cause like, again, so many of the Iowa city bars are like, you're standing up, you're crowded in like this room. Everyone's just like smushed together, trying to get a drink where like the mill was just chill. Right. The mill was like my cheers bar, you know, it was like where everybody knows your name because <laughs> you're walking in there and it's all theater people. It really <laughs> was. It truthfully was. I love the mill. Uh, their fry, their fried pickles appetizers, so good. Their fries is so good, and yeah, so many good that memories. Getting good, dude. Yeah, mill's great. I I played D and D there once for like a multiple hours, just with some yeah. friends. We we hung out there and played some D and D, and that was that was a great memory I have. And like I said, karaoke nights great memories and i hope they save it i hope whoever's in iowa city if you're listening like get on get on it you know get on it and make sure that that place stays open because it's such a great place and last but not least on this on this list the union bar i don't have many memories with the union bar i will say i avoided the union bar like the plague 
because I went once and me and Tim Buchanowski were like, let's go. And we were freshmen and we were like, you know, this will be fun. Union bar. It does not take long to to get just like sick of, or just be like, this place sucks. Right. And that's who we were. And truthfully, I looked over at Tim Buchanowski two seconds after like getting a drink from us. And he had some lady all over him. Like he was just making out with some lady. And I was like, Tim Buchanowski, you dirty, dirty dog. And, but yeah, that's what I remember. I just remember like we walked in and within 30 seconds, I was alone. <laughs> so that, that's what sounds, I remember. Sounds like Union. So, so take us, so Union, you, you, you mentioned it before. Take us through, give us an experience, a vicarious experience of Union. There, I mean, there was like, there was the first floor where it was like, they had, it always had a DJ and it was, as you say, just like, just nasty, just nasty dancing. I, there's nothing I like, like, like to nasty watch nasty dancing. Just people grind. Like, do you? But it's just not unless you're unless you're in that like pit of people, like, and you're watching it. You're just like, this is gross. Like, it just looks like a mess. Is gross. Group of people just like fornicating. Like, just go home. But then the, the upstairs, they had like. They had like two bars upstairs. And that's where, like, like I said, I, I went a couple of times freshman year and like quickly was like, this place is hell. Um, but if I was a little tipsy on game day, it was a it was a fun place to to watch a game and get doused in bush light, which happened more than than I'd like to admit, probably. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so we're given the classy rating, is what I Yeah. Heard. Oh yeah. The Classiest classiest bar. Rate. Not even in Iowa City, just maybe ever in the world. All right. Well, that is the end of our list. And so we're going to go on to the better part of this list, which is all the bars that are not featured on this list. And you know why they're not featured? Because they're the best ones. Yeah. So let's get started here, Matthew. Give me some bars that were not mentioned criminally on this list. Dude, yeah, I'm upset. Um... I'll, I'll I'll do a quick I'll do a quick rundown of like my my favorites with maybe a small a small tidbit on them. Uh, first airliner, great pizza. My great biggest, pizza. My biggest airliner memory I have is I like there were uh, there was one night that I like was there and these two dudes like behind me started like getting in each other's face and like were like about to brawl and for some reason I decided to be peacemaker. And like, oh, Matthew, what are you doing? I got, I got in the middle of them and like, I like held them back. And like, I talked to one of them. I talked to, and I was just like, yo man, like you're going to get in trouble with the cops. Like this dude's not worth it. Like blah, blah, blah. And both of them for some reason listened to me and were like, you're right, man. Like, that's a good point. Like, there's no reason like good thing. And like, they like kind of shook hands after and they're like, yo, my bad dude. And I like literally after it, I was just like, what the hell happened? I am just flabbergasted that that worked so well. I I kind of I like to do that randomly at Peacemaker of like two people I don't know because most of the time too I'm just like guys you're just put put your dicks away you're you're fine yeah, uh, everybody's fine you're fine yeah everyone's fine you're you're everyone's tough but I'm like you're gonna get arrested probably to fight this dude you don't know like shut up but right it worked brilliantly and it cracks me up every time because they both were like bigger than I am. Um, but hey, worked out. I guess they just listened to some reason. 
Um, That's fair. And you know what, Matthew? I think you're the perfect peacemaker. You know why? Here's what I'm going to say. You're like tall enough and like to kind of have like slightly imposing like stance, but you're also like chill enough where no one's like, oh, he's throwing himself in the fight. You know, you're like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Like, I will break you up if I, like, need to. But, like, let's, like, try to chew this first. If I walked in and did that, I would, like, they'd be like, who is this 5'7 fuck <laughs> getting in here trying to start shit? I'm just going to kick him okay, and then we'll start, like, really going after it. Oh, God. Like, nah. truthfully. Nah, nah. But, yeah, that's – most. but mostly I remember just the pizza from Airliner. I freaking – So good. That. The burgers at Airliner, too. It's somewhere I ate more than I drank. Like, on game days, I would yeah. – I, you know, we had dollar slices sometimes, and that was amazing. They're, uh, they're in shorts, like shorts burgers. I, I think I only drank at shorts, like, once, but that food was prime time. We're going to do another food episode of Iowa City sometime. I'm right? way down with that. I'm way down. Talk, like, All right. So airline, talk what else, buddy? What else drink was I could left off? Um, well, I mean, I got to mention Summit. Like maybe just like a step above uh, the uh, union. It was good on, I think it was Wednesday that had like dollar you call it. So that was nice when I was really broke. Uh, and then the upstairs had the jungle where, again, just mindless, like, grinding would go on. But it was hysterical. I always had a good time at Summit. Like, it was a, as scummy as they come. Like I said, may, maybe only better than Union as far as trashy goes. But I enjoyed it. I Truthfully, one of my claims to fame in college is that as soon as I found out how scummy Summit was, and yes, they did call it Scummit. Summit, baby. Yeah. As as trashy as it was, I never went. I was like, I will never find myself here. That would be too much for me. And so I never went. I never went to Summit. But I have my friend. Uh, oh, man. I almost said time. I'm really glad I didn't for this. Um, yeah. He... Uh, Tim Buckanowski would go to Summit all the time and be like, you guys want to go to Summit? And I'm like, Tim, Tim, buddy, you got to have another suggestion because that's you're just coming off on a bad light here. No, I do not want to go. I do not want to go. It was fun, though. I, the weirdest thing hey. about was there was always like a long line to get into Summit. And I was like, all right, it's not that fun, guys. Like There, there are plenty of other places we can go. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, then I'm, I'm going over to, to Spoko, uh-huh. mostly just because I think it was like $20 for maybe $25 for 21 pictures on your birthday where like you literally would have to, not only would you find out you had more friends than you thought you actually kind of needed them because like, again, like the riding the rail thing, the first, you know, 10 pictures or so would, would go down great, but that's a lot of beer. So I like, I remember like there'd be times where like, it would be someone's birthday and we just like wouldn't have that many people there yet. And we just start texting. We're like, please come, come drink beer. Like it's free. It's a birthday. Just come and help us finish these freaking pictures. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, and I told you this earlier, Matt, but like I never went to Spoko as much as I met people who were going out at Spoko. They were like, let's meet at Spoko. And I was like, great. And then yeah. we would never stay at Spoko. But now that you mention it, I did end up finishing pictures when I was there that I was not expecting. So maybe I was just an extra number guy, which you know what? 
there's always got to be one. And hey, I'm okay it's with not that. it's not a bad position to be in because most of the time you'd like drink for free. I never paid at Spoko. I yeah. really never did. I truly drank there, but never remember paying anybody. It so. was horrific. Oh boy. But yeah, Spoko, another Iowa City landmark that this list should feel ashamed to have left out. Yeah. I love Spoko. All right, now I'm I'm going over to uh to DC's. I loved DC's. DC's was DC's was like my my buddy's older brother's favorite bar. So that was one of the first ones we were like introduced to. Um and it was a hockey uh-huh. bar, which was kind of annoying because that's when the Blackhawks were good. So like everybody oh, was a Blackhawks fan. I'm like, have you ever watched the NHL? Um <laughs> like talk about bandwagon. That was yeah. time bandwagon situation like i all those people i don't think are talking about the blackhawks now uh but regardless it was a fun place they had like a nice like the upstairs had like kind of like a horseshoe kind of setup like it wasn't like a full second floor and they'd have really big mugs for beers and it was just it was a fun place i like dcs even with the bandwagon blackhawks fans so i have a question because I've been to DCs before, but I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right place. Is this the place with the stairwell, like the stairwell that like goes up? There's like it's like a two pronged bar, and there's this ascending stairwell. Is that what DCs is? Um, maybe. I'm gonna say that it is. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. It's I'm gonna like, look. It yeah. like, like well, it goes up on the stairwell, and then like there's just like. There's like side seating, like the op- there's like a big open gap on the second floor, so it's not yes. like full. Yeah, yeah. So there's a stairwell and there's a big open gap. Okay, so here's where I'm gonna disagree. I hate DCs, and you know Aww. why, Matt? Here's why, Matt. Because anytime I try to go to DCs, I got stuck on that freaking stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't find my way around. Who was making out behind me and who was like drinking in front of me? And I just got stuck standing on stairs, and I was yeah. sick of it. That's fair. I was sick of it. Uh, no, DC seemed like a really nice place. I just, I'm not into huge crowds. Like, I love talking to people. I'm very social, but like, I need three or four people, not 80. And then I would just get yeah. stuck in front of people that I didn't know. And again, I would always, people are like, meet us at DCs. And I'm like, how are we going to meet at DCs? Where in, in DCs are we going to like meet up? That's not something that happens. Like, I'm not going to find you. I'm gonna, You're going to be on the second floor around that opening. That was, and I'm not going to know where you are. That was always a game, you know, to like be like, all right, man, I know they're in here somewhere in this plethora of people. Yeah, I'm so good at puzzles, but so bad at finding people in the middle of a drunken night. That's for sure. Difficult, especially if they're already been drinking because like they're not good at like looking out for you. Like their their mind is elsewhere as well. So it's yeah, uh, it's it's a difficult task at times. For me, it was always like, man, I hope someone's more sober. And then I found everyone else. And I'm like, somehow I'm the least drunk, which doesn't make any sense because yeah. I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> you never want to be the most drunk or the most sober. It's, yeah. Neither of those are fun. It's a bad place to be. Okay. Yeah. Any other bars you can think of that got left off? Um, I, I got I got Trace Moore. Trace, Trace Moore. Oh, my um, gosh. I got to stop by Gabe's. I only went to Gabe's once. But it was like a live music venue, and I got to go there because I will say his name. My wonderful friend Sean Pierce, terrific sound guy, um, does sound editing, finishes for like any sort of song you got. We actually, honestly, I I don't know why I'm not asking him to help us. 
but uh, maybe I will. Probably he's too. I think he's too expensive for us. He's too talented. Um, Mostly, he does a lot of sound for for touring bands. And at that time, he was um, with a bunch of his college roommates who are the band Foxing. If you haven't listened to Foxing, do it. They're incredible. Um, and yeah, so I got to go and, and hang out with Sean in the sound booth and and see Foxing. And ex- actually, his whole family came up for that show, which was awesome because I've known Sean since kindergarten. Um, so I only got to go to Gabe's once, but it's one of my fond memories of, of going out. Now he comes to New York all the time with like a bunch of different performers and I just get to go and see all these venues in New York for free. It's pretty nice. So thanks, Sean. Very cool. Yeah. I've Gabe's and Blue Moose kind of in similar areas, both nice places, never really been. Gabe's, I heard some shady things about. I feel like something shady happens at Gabe's. I don't really know. But uh, it kind of seems like there's some nice music, but it does attract a lot of fuckboys is what I hear. Ah, so That's never good. That's never good. And if I'm wrong, you know, tell me I'm wrong. But I again, I've never been. This is just one from what I've heard. So. I only went once and hung out in the sound booth. So I don't even there, know. There you go. But yeah. yeah. Gabe's Blue Moose, no longer existent Blue Moose, but yeah, two another two Iowa City establishments in the middle of the city too. So I don't know what this what this list was doing, but I know it's terrible. This is like your mom's list to go to bars. Like if you want like a college list to go to bars, seriously, this later part of the podcast is what you want to listen to. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so give me another one, buddy. All right, these, the last the last two are my favorites. Pints was my my go to. My last year, I went to Pint. I don't think there was like a night I went out where I didn't end up in Pints. I knew a bunch of the bartenders. Uh, they had nice TVs. It was it was one of those places that like really wasn't that great. Like you would be stuffed, like packed full, like sardines and stuff. Um, but it was just one of my favorite places. Um, there was one night we went out and I don't have to say my friend's name, but uh, so I can call him Tim Buchanowski. Anyway, for some reason, me and another friend kept introducing our friend as Kyle from Waukee. Um, I can tell you this guy's name is not Kyle, and he's not from Waukee. He's from Illinois. But we just would not stop. Like, every person that passed us, mostly mostly girls, honestly, because we were trying to get him to, like, flirt with girls. Um, but even dudes. Like, we were just like, hey, have you met Kyle from Waukee? And we just did not stop doing this. He, we still refer to this guy as Kyle now. Like he has his own name and his nickname is just Kyle. So much so that when he went on like a trip to one of my friend's beach houses, his parents thought that this kid's name was Kyle. <laughs> it was oh. it's like the most absurd <laughs> thing in the world. So Kyle from Waukee and also Pints when they would, when it was closing time, they would play I, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And so now every time I hear, oh yeah, so everyone would be drunk and just like sing along. And now every time I hear that song, I just get like such nostalgia for Iowa City and the college days. Oh, well, that's great. And that's a great song. And if you haven't listened to it, you're not alive. You're a ghost. And uh, I don't know what else to tell you. But yeah, I I love Pints too. I'm not going to lie. Pints is where I developed claustrophobia. I will say that. That's fair. <laughs> Pints is where I developed claustrophobia. I'm not even going to talk about how packed it was because I'll go into a panic attack. But it, it just was 
it was an experience. Um, but I had a lot of great times at Pints as well with a lot of great people. And that's the thing. It's like all of these bars, as trashy or classy as they were, you know, I, I think the best experiences I had were because of the people. And Iowa City just has some stellar people. For sure. And, and we definitely both miss it whenever we're in the city. And uh, yeah, just a great place. If you're thinking about going to the University of Iowa, do it. You will do not it. regret a thing. All right, give me your last one, buddy. And I know this is the one you're excited about. Yeah, favorite bar, The Vine. The um, Vine. First place I ever went to when my brother, my brother went to the University of Iowa. Um, and so me and my dad would go up to visit him, especially on game days. First place, first bar I ever went to. First, like, probably just place in Iowa City I ever went to. It's such a, like, it's got, like, that hole-in-the-wall vibe. Like, sort of die bar Great food. Good good place to hang out. Like, that place was another place that would, like, get busy. But, like, you never, like, it wasn't pints where you're, like, stocked in, like, just packed in with people everywhere. Like, you you were able to move your arms and stuff. Um, but I just, I just love the vine. Like whenever I just think of Iowa city bars, that's the first place that comes to mind for me. Um, yeah, that's my, I don't know how that is not on that list. I do not know. Maybe they're trying to just like keep it away from other people going there. Um, that's the only logical explanation I can have for it, but lots of good nights at at the vine. Uh, lots of good meals at the vine. Oh, the food was great. Chicken tenders with ranch at the vine with the fries and the ranch. Oh, my gosh. Another great burger spot. Another great burger spot. And for all you fantasy football fans out there, I had so many days, Sundays, where I would be there with my friends watching all the games and getting disappointed with my team. (laughs) That's why you play fantasy football, right? That's why you play, to be excited for a little bit and inevitably disappointed at the end. And yeah, well, that's all the ones that Matt has. I have one more to add. George's another dive bar near and dear to my heart. A a kind of Deadwood feel to it. Had these like dollar cheeseburgers that were amazing that you could get up up until like 11 at night. And that was the best place to go like post getting drunk and get those cheeseburgers. And yeah, great people. Again, more like literary, you know, folk. Uh, Definitely smoke some cigarettes after going to George's. Like that's kind of the... (laughs) the form of, of you almost like, have to. like you just do. Yeah, you do. It's like, it's a, it's a sign of the bar for sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for Iowa city bars. And I think that's what we did. And you know, if, if I've learned something from Iowa city bars, it's that I miss it. I truly do. Yeah. It's, it's a home feel. New York bars of course are great. And we have our own favorite ones here and we might talk about them at some point, but you know, you always remember your first couple in college and and we had such a great privilege experience there. You just never know too, like with the Iowa City bar like New York, I mean New York's massive. Like with Iowa City, it's like you never knew who you were gonna run into. Like I remember there'd be times like junior year I'd be at a bar and then like the dude I sat next to and talked to in rhetoric class would be there and we'd be both just like, dude, what's up? And like catch up that way or just random people from like height like you just never know who you're gonna see and it's like you said earlier it's certainly any bar as as good or you know as fun as they are it comes down to more the uh the people you're with and stuff and that's that's what makes a a good bar really enjoyable right so just know wherever you are the bar will be more fun if you bring along tim buckanowski
That's just <laughs> all I have to say. You know what Tim Buckanowski's from? I, I don't. I, I do. Time out. I do. But like, I don't remember in this very moment. It's what is when, it from? It's in Parks and Rec when Tammy One comes and she asks Chris Pratt what his name is. And he just goes, Tim Buckanowski. And she's like, really? And he's like, no, Andy Dwyer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> she says, she looks at, she looks at April as like, your posture isn't doing anything for your breasts. And she's like, sorry, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Great, great show if you haven't watched it. All right. Well, that is all for our cocktail hour. Thank you for joining us. It was a winding road through Iowa City. If you listened, we hope that you go to some of these bars if you're still there. If not, we hope you feel nostalgic to go back at some point. And yeah, I would say all the bars that we mentioned post list were trashy. I'm going to like oh, call for them. Sure. Right. And that's why they weren't on the list. So that's another thing. You know, you're not going to really know you a place could, until you, you do yourself. Give the vine, like, you know, as, as we said earlier, to scale, you could maybe give the vine. Like the vine isn't the trashiest place. Certainly of no, the bars I mentioned. Yeah, DCs and pints. My gosh. My gosh. I'm surprised I never got like tetanus well, at some of these places. Like, truthfully, like, I don't, I, I don't well, know how. And uh, you probably got your tetanus shot. So you, you probably dodged it. Okay, but I'm surprised that a new form of tetanus didn't form at these bars. Like, that a mutation didn't occur. Like, truthfully, <laughs> I've <laughs> come on. That's. Also very fair. That's a college bar thing, though. They're immune to those things, I guess. Yeah. If they weren't, then they'd be... Everyone's got enough booze and alcohol in their system that just just dies off. There you go. There you, there you go. And yeah, so that's the end of our cocktail hour. We'll be back next week, beginning of the week, to talk about so much more. Um, really quick to, to get some sports in here. Give me a shout out for what you've seen so far this week that we'll be talking about at the beginning of next week. Well, uh, at the moment, Lee Tung, eight under at the PGA Championship. He's up by three strokes. Uh, let's see if he can finish it out. I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I, he might be the first Chinese major winner if he, if he pulls this off. I, I'm not thinking of anyone else off the top of my head. And uh, if, if there is someone, I, I apologize for forgetting about you winning a major because well done. But yeah, I'm. It's been a, it's been a fun start to the first major of the year. So I'm excited to keep my eyes on that and see if uh, Lee can, can get it done. Yes. So I, I, I'm looking up here and it looks like just so we can get this correct here. I'm looking up major winners and I have, I think no one so far from China and we want to figure this out right now. So we're going to, and still no one, still no one. I think you are right. I think is the first, I think it's the first Chinese winner. So I hope that, I hope that pulls through. That would be very, very cool. And yeah, so I, I just want to say, and this happened the other night, but take a bow, Christopher Paul. Truthfully, the ageless wonder in the NBA uh, and, and came in and did something that no one thought was going to be done. I mean, I mean, you know, it's been a weird NBA season so far for sure. So of course anything is possible, 
But to go and beat LA, I mean, and, and LA had a poor shooting night. Fine, they scored 86, but, you know, he looked vintage, Chris Paul. Did you see I mean, him shot above uh, Bo Ball the other day? No, I did not. Oh, my God. I mean, Ball's like, what, 7-2? And, like, CP3's just, like, dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. And just, like, it's a – the guy's a G. The guy's a G. <clears throat> and he's ageless, 21 points in that game, and just turned back the clock to beat the Lakers. And, yeah, like I said, Lakers, you know, obviously not in a lot of trouble or anything like that. So – they didn't have, don't have a lot to play for, but still, a really good performance from him. And yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to our Islanders who uh, are on their way to progressing to the next round. So Let's congratulations. Go. Exactly. But we'll have lots to talk about, including hockey, including basketball. Champions, League. Champ. Champions League is back. We have Manchester City playing Real Madrid today, as well as Juventus needing to come back to win against Lyon. And tomorrow, Bayern Munich's going to finish the job against Chelsea. So we're excited about that as well. Um, but yeah, we will see you for sports action next week. I mean, what are you more look, looking most forward to this weekend? Um, I, pro- honestly, probably the PGA. I forget how much I enjoy major tournaments until they're on and I start watching it. Like, like I mentioned before, I enjoy watching golf, but like there is just there's something different in the air for the for the majors. Um, and I think too with this year with everything being you know postponed and such and such this being the first one um there's been a lot of good golf yeah and it's it's interesting people at the top definitely interesting people at the top and and we will see where that ends up you know obviously Fleetwood and someone that everyone knows and Jason Day someone that everyone knows but you still have DeShamba and you still have Kepka you know, winners and Kepka, especially the back-to-back winners. So it'll be exciting to see where he finishes up. And I think it's anybody's game. And what did I tell you from the other day? Rory McIlroy needs to win this one if he's going to win one. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. He's not winning. <laughs> he is not winning. And uh, yeah, so I think this is probably his last chance for a majors win. And I don't think he's going to get it. But we shall see. How's Tiger Woods doing? That's what I want to figure out live here right now. Tiger Woods. He was two under yesterday. I don't think he. I don't think he's teed off today yet. Oh, he hasn't teed off today. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. We but I mean, that's the other thing that's fun about golf. Like even like like Rory was. I think even. He's still like. He's only five off the lead. Three day. Like. Golf is. Uh, it's a fun, fun sport in that aspect. You know, the first two days, sometimes it's just about making the cut. Um, and if you can turn it on and if the people in front of you can't stay consistent, a lot can change. So Exactly. I mean, Justin Thomas was four strokes off the lead before, before his win uh, last week. So that's just how easy it is. So n- everything to play for. It'll be exciting to see who grabs this major's win. We'll talk about it all next week. Thank you for joining us for our first ever cocktail hour. We hope you enjoyed it. We certainly did. I drank three glasses of wine, so I am thoroughly tipsy. And I hope you have a great weekend. (laughs) Cheers, y'all.